Welcome to the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast, where we bring you a weekly dose of powerlifting news, tips, and training advice with a touch of 80s rock ballads. This podcast is presented by Team Roar Powerlifting, your source of the most comprehensive coaching and meet day preparation. Here are your hosts, Josh Roar and Laura Sturm. Want to just roll? Let's roll. Oh, am I starting? No. Okay. Why are you being so weird? <laughs> Sorry. All right. Welcome to the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast. I am one of your hosts, Laura Sturm. You're being really weird so far. We just started. I'm Josh Rohr. Uh, welcome to episode 77. I think, did you already say that? Don't know. I didn't. No. Okay. We are the most professional podcast there is in powerlifting. <laughs> that's yeah anyway uh so couple updates um the georgia state meet has just had a schedule change so if you have not checked your email i would do so but uh originally all of the men were scheduled for saturday and all of the women were scheduled for sunday but that has changed so if you're lifting at the state meet or coming to watch make sure you're aware that saturday is now uh, Saturday morning session is all women. Saturday afternoon session is all the men up to the 75 kilo class. And then Sunday is all the men 82 and a half kilos up through super heavyweight. So morning session is up to 90 kilos. And then the heavyweight session is the men's 100 kilos and up. So um, that's Big a change. pretty significant change. Uh, basically, three quarters of the lifters are now lifting on a different day. So make sure you are aware of that. Um, if you're lifting, so there might be more than just people forgetting their socks. Yeah, there's yes, potential. Yeah. For things, but 259 lifters at the state meet in Georgia. That's crazy. Yeah. It's uh, it's huge. It's going to be awesome. Wow. Why do you think it's gotten so big? People are just like, I'm it's crazy. I'm a power lifter. It's Georgia. Let's go. Um, I think it's, Partially that I also think it's like most of the meets that we've had in Georgia have been like capped at like somewhere between like 40 and 50 lifters. So most of them have been selling out. So I think this is the first meet that there wasn't a cap and people were able to sign up is part of it. Um, but you know, I think a lot of people were not, you know, competing with COVID and stuff too, for a while. So this is kind of perfect storm, I guess, like, uh, I mean, COVID's obviously not over, but I think people are coming out of their turtle shells a little bit. Right. Um, and then, you know, just the fact that it's uh, it is the state meet, so it's the big meet of the year, and I think everybody's just like, "Hey, I'm doing that one." So, right. Let's go. Let's go. Very nice. So I see a, a few meets coming up in 2022. Yeah. Yep. So there's been a, two new ones. Um, well, I I don't know. So the April 16th is the Georgia high school state meet. It just got posted on the, on the calendar, um, today, I think. Um, but it's not even listed on USAPL Georgia yet, but it is, it is listed on the national calendar. So, um, that is happening in Norcross. And then I can't remember if we already announced this one or not, but July 30th is the Atlanta open, um, being run by Elizabeth Turner. So, so we basically have, uh, you know, March 19th is the military nationals, then we have two meets in April, 
the high school state championship and the Georgia ladies of iron, which the Georgia ladies of iron is already sold out. Um, there is a, I think it's capped at like 42 lifters, I think. So, um, there's talk that that might open up a second platform. Um, I, hopefully it does. Cause there's a, there's a big wait list, I think already for that one. Um, so there, you know, if you're not signed up for that one and you want to lift, definitely get on the wait list. Cause there is potential. It'll open a second platform, but no guarantees. Um, and then May 21st, the Savannah showdown down in Savannah, Georgia, uh, and July 30th, the Atlanta Open. So those are the first, I guess, half of the year meets. Um, uh, there's obviously more pending, but nothing official yet. So, yeah, that's a lot of meets coming up. That's yeah. really amazing. Yeah. Uh, the Georgia Ladies of Iron. Do you have to be female to lift? I just a- yeah. So it's it's an all women's meet. Ah, nice. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. That is very cool. And in seeing this, I'm like looking at the who's um, the meet director for these. And I'm like, Andrew Cargill stepping up to run two of those meets and Elizabeth Turner stepping up to run two more of those meets. Mm-hmm. That's yep. amazing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Andrew got his feet wet with the uh, Valhalla open or Valhalla awaits meet in October uh, last year. That was his first one he did and coming through with a few more this year. So awesome to Very see. Nice. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I love seeing new meet directors come up and get a few under their belt and keep going. Nobody's happier than me. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> Who used to run all the meets? Yeah. Pretty much. Once upon a time. That's gonna be like that's gonna be like the old man story, like down the road. Like, <laughs> well, when I was your age, I was running 17 meets a year. And it, and it wasn't 17, but you know how things exaggerate over time. Of course, yeah. Yeah. And we had 600 lifters in one session. I don't know. I'm just making well, I mean, you, you did run nationals that year, and that was the biggest meet run to date at that time, 2016. That was, yeah, makes me throw up in my mouth just a little bit. Just think about it. Yeah, it, my stomach just like nodded up when you brought it up. Oh. Thanks. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot going on with that meet, boy, but you pulled it off and introduced prime time, and now look where we are. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay, but, well, just move I, on. <laughs> but there, there are certain feelings associated every time somebody brings it up. Like at first, it's like, yeah, it was super cool. But then I re- like all of the bad memories come back of like all the work behind the scenes, like pulling an all nighter, like unload. That was probably the worst. Was the night the meet was over, we had to clear out by 7 a.m. the next morning. So, like, we had a moving crew come in, and and a couple people like stayed to help, and literally like we watched the sun come up still loading the truck the next morning and watching, oh. watching the clock. Like, okay, we got to get everything out of here. So, yeah, no, it was the changing of the venue that made my stomach sink. Every time I think of you running that meet yeah. and what all happened with that one, that, oh. that actually went like best case scenario, but it could have been really bad. <laughs> I would have been losing a whole lot of sleep. Yeah. Well, I did. Yeah. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to talk about the next uh, top five list that we were going to do since this this is powerlifting and power ballads. Where's the power ballads? What are we doing? Uh, we're 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 going off the rails. We always do, kind of flying by the seat of our pants. So I guess we have to make some decisions on uh, if we're going to do like top five movie soundtracks or top five motivational movies. Yeah, I'm feeling movies. 
honestly. Um, you know, then I thought about like top five eighties movies. Cause you know, eighties is obviously a big deal, but if I'm being honest, like I don't really want to audit all of the lists to make sure that they're all eighties <laughs> movies. Cause that got to be really tedious. <laughs> True. Right. And, um, I don't know. I kind of like the soundtracks one because, um, it, it used to be an art, like going to a movie and, you know, the soundtrack would be just right. And then after the movie, you'd be like, oh, I mean, I need to get that soundtrack on cassette. Yeah, on cassette. <laughs> on cassette. Yeah. It happened. Um, so I, I kind of like that idea. You want to do um, that? What do you, Top five what do you mean by motivational movie? Oh, so, that. okay. Well, I guess, so another option, because we just did hype songs. So then my thought was like, well, what movies do you watch like before competition or whatever to get hyped up? So like, for me, like it's Rocky. I always watch Rocky. Um, and you know, Miracle is a great one. I, I, I can't give out. All right. You can't give it out. Don't give so out anyway, list. anyway, two, these two, are, two, five of them. Oh yeah. I got, yeah, easily, but, but okay. putting them in. So I, I mean, I usually have 20, but putting them in top five in order would be difficult, hmm. but it could be done. So that's, that's an option too, but I don't know. I, I, I'm kind of leaning towards the movie soundtracks myself All right. for, for the next one. Let's do it. Maybe soundtracks. All right, let's do it. So uh, on that note, if you want to participate in the competition of top five movie soundtracks, send us a DM at PL Ballads Podcast with your top five in order, um, number five through number one. And we will, uh, what do you think? Start that. We'll start that sometime in February. I don't know. We're very lackadaisical about it. So just make sure you get it to us probably by, we'll say by February 1st, arbitrarily. I don't even know what day that, of the week that is. Um, you realize that's really just next week. Oh, all right. Well, let's do it. How about Valentine's Day? Send there it, you go. Send it to us by Valentine's Day. That's, that's a good one. I like or you, it. you can also email it to us at plballadspodcast at gmail.com. But anyway, for those of you that are new listeners, how this works is all of our listeners submit their top five um, by February 14th. And then we will start uh, a tournament in the Instagram stories where people can vote for the best top five list. And whoever makes it to whoever is the eventual winner and gets the most votes for their list will win a prize of some sort. Uh, Last time we had the a seven donated a $50 gift card and uh, Uncle Jeremy Hartman won the top five hype song list. So this will be the top five movie soundtracks. So if you want to participate, you have until February 14th to submit that to us. And that automatically enters you. There's no purchase necessary or anything like that. Uh, we just do it for fun. So thought is uh, required. And you never know, you might get invited on the podcast to, you know, justify your choices. That's true. Because that's happened. That has happened. So be prepared to justify your choices. And uh, and be prepared to be criticized if if I think it's a terrible <laughs> list, because I will tell you what I think. Oh, don't you want to so play? Harsh. The, don't don't you want to don't you want to play now? You're scaring people away now. I uh, know. Stop it. I'm the worst. All right, so we're gonna go back to powerlifting stuff. Okay, that's a technical term. Um, so the powerlifting situation this week would be to think about you're building a garage gym to train in. And you have a total of $2,000 to work with. What equipment do you buy? So 
this is a this is a good one. Um, I think the most important thing is a good bar. Um, people argue you got to have a good bench, a good rack, blah blah blah. I think a good bar. Um, so I did some rough budgeting, and you might not be able to get all this stuff new, but just looking at like Facebook Marketplace and Play It Again Sports and you know Craigslist, all those things, you should be able to get most of these items at this price. So. Um, I put $350 down for a good bar and that's what a rogue Ohio bar costs new, or at least it did last time I bought them. Maybe they're a little bit higher than that now. Um, so you should be able to get a, a good bar. Um, I put $600 down for plates. Now you're gonna have to do a little bit of budget shopping there and that should roughly get you 400 pounds of, of weight. So if you need more than that, you're going to look at a little bit more than 600, but um, you know, those are, those are some, those are priced. The $600 in plates is a, I found those for, I think it was like a 390 pound set or something like that new for 600 bucks. So, um, you can definitely probably find those used cheaper. Um, spring collars, 10 bucks. Um, a $500 power rack with safeties. You can find those from, uh, like rogue or there's a, there's a, uh, shoot, I can't remember the name of it, but there's a couple companies that have, you know, not top of the line things, but you can get a decent power rack or even squat stand that has safeties. Um, you know, you do want a decent bench. So for 350, you can get a pretty good adjustable bench. Um, you know, you can get a real good one for like five, 600 bucks, but you can get a pretty decent one for 350. Um, you know, 80 bucks will get you two four by six rubber mats for the flooring that you could deadlift on and also squat on and stuff like that. And then, um, that brings us to like 1890. So I would spend a hundred bucks and get three pairs of bands. So like a pair of mini bands, a pair of monster mini bands and a pair of light bands. And you can do a, a heck of a lot with those both assistance wise and additions to, you know, the barbell for, you know, reverse band squats, bands, benching with bands, things like that. And then, like I said, there's a whole handful of, different exercises you could do with just the bands. Um, so that brings us to a total of 1990. Um, so $10 under budget. I mean, I'm sure you're going to have some tax or shipping tax. or something in there or gas to go pick stuff up. Um, so that's what I would do. And, and, you know, the first thing out of there that I'd get rid of is probably one of the pairs of bands if you need to, um, if you're a little bit over, but I think you can do a heck of a lot with that. And that's a, to me, that's a, that's a really good gym. Yeah, I would agree. With everything you can do, the thing I would be—I'd feel like, man, I just need to spend another five hundred dollars to get some dumbbells. Yeah, that would be the next on the list. But those things are expensive, and for they what are. you can do, you can do a lot with them. But you really can do a lot with the barbell and some bands too. So I—I I feel like if you're on a tight budget, like that's probably the first thing I would leave off my list. But that would also be the very next thing I add to my list if I'm, yeah, if I'm. Uh, if, if I magically get 500 bucks more somewhere. Right. The thing I'm, I'm looking to get from my garage band, my garage band, my garage gym right now is a heater. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. It de depends uh, on where you mm -hmm. live and what the uh, temperature is. Yeah. A little, little it's just cold maybe. enough to not want to go touch a barbell. Yeah. When my hands start kind of freezing on contact, I don't know. It's hard. <laughs> so we had talked about, uh, a while back when we were training when it, back in the back room of, uh, I guess, Chattahoochee strength there, we, I don't know who, whose idea it was, but the bars were always like so cold 
And like, it was the worst thing. Like the room wasn't too bad, but when you would grab the bar to lift, it was just like freezing cold. So somebody had the idea of making like a bar warmer that you could plug in and hook onto a timer. So like 30 minutes before the session starts, it like kicks on and warms the bar up. We need to patent this, Josh. I think we could make um, a killing. Yeah. I think, Mm. um, I think if people actually would buy that, they're probably, they're probably a little bougie. Are you calling me bougie? <laughs> well, I guess. Because <laughs> I'm like, I had not sign me up because sometimes the air is not that bad. I don't, and I'm not, you know, usually um, huffing and puffing that much. Um, it's the, it's the touch of the damn barbell. It's so cold. Yeah. It's ah, it really is. Yeah. But, and I am, you know, a complete wuss when it comes to the cold too. So, there's so, that. so would you make any changes to your list here or would you? Uh, you know, the only thing I might not do, um, adjustable bench, I may not do an adjustable bench. I might just do a flat bench, um, just to save a couple hundred. Yeah. Um, so that's a good point. So you could theoretically do that. You could just get a flat bench, ditch the bands, and then you probably got another 250 in budget there. Right. Get, get, um, some 35 and 55 pound. Yeah. If you could find them dumbbells. Yeah. Cause they're hard to find, man. Yeah. You don't want to get them new. You certainly don't want to get them shipped. Right. Um, and I, I also like uh, some kettlebells in my training. Um, so that would be something I'd want to add on at some point as, my, as well myself. Yeah. No, I agree. But the, 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 the rule is you have 2000 to work with. Damn it. Uh, all right. So I, I'd wait on the kettlebells, do a flat bench and get myself a, a, a couple decent weight dumbbells and really if even if you just got one of each weight that would still i mean who who really needs two dumbbells at at a time there's so many things you can just do with one at a time you can save yourself half the money right there i mean the only thing i can think of is like doing really heavy dumbbell bench like you're not going to do that with real heavy with one arm but you don't need to do i mean that that wouldn't be the reason that wouldn't be my number one go-to exercise with dumbbells so right right so yeah. save half your budget and get one <laughs> of each. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to move on to the new lifter tip. Um, so third attempt changes. Let's talk. Let's so talk. you can, let's, let's talk. Let's talk. You can change your third attempt deadlift twice. You can change your third attempt bench press twice only if you're exclusive exclusively wow words are hard exclusively entered in the bench only division if you are double entered into full power and bench only then you can't change your third attempt bench press the reason being that there would be a strategic advantage against the other full meat lifters and that's why you wouldn't be able to do that yep yep so that's one of those yeah that's one of those rules that i don't think a lot of people know is that you can change your third attempt bench press if you're in the bench only division only. So, you know, that comes into play because for example, if you're only competing in the bench press, this scenario is the same as third attempt deadlifts because what you finish with on benches literally determines your total, which is just bench press. So in those situations, you're allowed to change it twice, just like you would in a third attempt bench, but the reason, just like you would in a third attempt deadlift, but the reason and it's the same with like kind of the American record rule too. Like you can't, 
So, so if you're in, if you're double entered and what that means is like, if you are competing in the full power division and the bench only division, um, you can't do something in one of those divisions and not the other. So like, if you, so I guess what I'm trying to say is like, if you're going to have, if you're going to turn in 200 kilos for your third attempt bench, that's a huge bench. Um, but anyway, let's assume you do and you change it. Like if you're also in the full power, the re- you can't do that because that would also change your, your bench attempt in the full power meet, which you're not allowed to do in a full power meet. So it's basically, you know, that that's one of the reasons that some people will only compete in a bench only division if they're trying to, you know, break an American record or something like that in the bench only, because that allows them to make changes and, uh, you know, and, and stuff like that. So, um, I don't know. I'm rambling here. I think it, the, 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 the explanation in the description itself was pretty sufficient and I'm probably just muddying, muddying the waters by trying to explain more. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I concur. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, I just was thinking about this. I'm like, you know, I've done a deadlift only meet and I've done a bench only meet. Why aren't there squat only meets? <laughs> you did a squat only meet. Well, the squat challenge, but yeah, you know, it wasn't for max. Cause that would be people, an interesting. A lot of people ask that question. Like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it, the reason always to me was that there's a, th- there used to be a deadlift nationals and a bench nationals. So that was the reason. But then the question was like, well, why isn't there a squat nationals? Let's make squat nationals. <laughs> I don't know. I feel, squat. I feel like here's why here, here's my, I, I have no knowledge as to why there's not, but this is my reason because I think the squat is probably the hardest of the three and the most stressful of the three. So it's kind of like, if you're going to go through all that stress to squat, you might as well just freaking do the rest of the meat <laughs> do the rest of the meat <laughs> yeah he may be true especially when you're once you're in uh gear and the timing of it and yeah yeah but then again you could argue like well i just went through squat like it's time to drink <laughs> right and um the squat is it's just a beautiful thing it's just a beautiful thing yeah, I think there should be squat only meets. Yeah. Well, I'll, Not that uh, I'm coming back and, you know, making doing that or yeah, contributing, but there's my two cents. <laughs> Way to armchair quarterback that one. Exactly. <laughs> hey, I'm owning it. I'm owning it. Yep. It's a good one. I'm armchairing. Yeah. Armchairing. Backseat Word. backseat driver, armchair quarterback. Yeah. Uh, um, a voluntolding. Voluntolding. Yeah. yeah. Not doing that anymore. Cool. All right. So we're doing top five movie soundtracks, right? Yes. Awesome. Get those to us. We're going to start looking at them. Oh, and how, so we obviously always rank everybody um, for the tournament because every tournament has to have rankings in order to play, you know, determine who you're going up against. Brackets. Yeah. So the number one seed is always the, if this person chooses to participate is always the, returning champion so jeremy hartman if he submits a list will get the number one seed for this tournament and then we literally rank everybody else randomly so um no that's not true i made that up um the top it just depends how many people enter but um we will randomly rank 
anybody that participated in the last one first. And if anybody gets a bye week, then the people that participated in last year or last time, last tournament gets a, gets a buy. So it's a little, so the more tournaments you do, theoretically, the, the more, the better you're ranked in the, in the future one. Mm. Um, but it still all comes down to voting. And I think Jeremy was like not one of the highest ranked going in and he ended up winning. So obviously it's about the quality, not where you're ranked, but he was a sleeper. Yeah. He was a sleeper, but you can only have 10 people on your team scored. <laughs> all right. We're not going there. <laughs> Sorry, I had to bring that in. Yeah. All right. Nope. So send us any questions you have, any um, rants. Um, yeah. Send us <laughs> all that stuff. And, and come back ne- next week for another shit show just like this one. <laughs> Woohoo! All right. That's it. We're fun. We're, we're fun. We have a good time. All right. All we'll talk to you guys next week. Later. Bye now. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast, please remember to subscribe and share it with your friends.